If you want to listen to this episode or any of our episodes ad-free, you can do that now. Head on over to Patreon. Click on the ad-free level. You get all of our bonus shows that you've been hearing so much about. Plus, every single day, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday, you can listen to this episode or any of our other episodes at the same time, ad-free, over on Patreon. everyone this is david welcome back behind the velvet rope let's just get right into it today because she is here and she is not queer her name is sarah frasia oh honorary member um i have so many shows i want to talk to you about have you by the way have you watched naked attraction on hbo where it's a dating show but you first see people's like dongs and vaginas and then you decide if you want to date them it makes me think of you like i could just see on there analyzing these guys dongs they've got are the guys cute sometimes sometimes um but oh my lord honey not cute but like a nice dong i'll i'll take it i'll take that Uh, but they're not all nice and they then they like have to turn around they've got hairy buttholes and it's like wild it's wild this was like a huge british show have you heard of this it's crazy and then like the women come on and you know what i am watching hanging out what the real housewives of salt lake city Look, I understand what certain people are saying that they're saying. What? Tell me what people are saying. Well, some people are saying, "What? What the fuck is Mary there for? She's literally like not doing anything." But I answer on YouTube for everyone who watches our clips on YouTube. Thank you. Um, you could see how un unshowered and horrible I look every day. Um. I think Mary's there for comic relief. This episode, the other, not this week, the past week, where she didn't want to engage and she was in that limo and she asked a producer to get her McDonald's. Did you see this? Yeah, and like some sort of oat latte or something. Or and she's I don't like, know. um, first of all, Starbucks is one of our clients. We love the uh, apple crisp. Um, no, when she was like, I want like a six piece chicken nugget and a burger. And listen, I I would get like two wop. I, I would get two quarter pounds. I would want the barbecue sauce and the mustard, the hot mustard on the side. I would get a nine piece nugget, two quarter pounds, a nine piece nugget. And I want a small fry and an extra large Diet Coke. That would be my order. Look at you. You really. I'm uh, a secret. I'm a secret fat girl. Honey, this. Well, no, I, I, I never eat McDonald's and I never eat like any of that. But recently I ate Burger King. I had like a really weird craving it was during the two weeks that I was off Ozempic. I'm back on Ozempic and look how happy I am. Uh, um, Burger King was good, you know, but like when I was young, I ate all that shit. But Mary yeah, ordering McDonald's ahead. is just phenomenal. I-, I could watch that for hours. Hours. I, yeah, I'm, I'm kind of with the audience. I don't understand why she's there. She doesn't want to participate in things. Why is she there? I don't actually think we need her anymore. Isn't that awful? I mean, I love her for comedic relief, but... Uh, you know, she doesn't want to purchase. Isn't that odd? I mean, and you talk about reality reckoning. I mean, <laughs> making her like she is getting paid. She's probably getting paid pretty well. She doesn't even have to participate in things she doesn't want to participate. And they're waiting on her. So I guess I'm the telling you between her and t- working between her and Teresia. 
I said this a few weeks ago. Maybe I said it on Patreon. Um, by the way, everyone who turned into our Patreon last week, thank you. To I talked about Danielle Cabral versus Jennifer Aiden, what you and I didn't oh. have time to talk about. Um, Sarah's like, oh, I got to go join your Patreon and listen to that now. Um, yeah, because I want to hear because you know they're on pause. We're and... off pause now. That they've 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 come off. But oh, I had they a, are. I had a lot of tea and I had a lot to say. So there you go. Okay, New Jersey. Well, maybe- I don't know if I should be talking about Jersey ever again on the main show here. I hate to break it to you, but maybe you'll get it out of me. I gave you a shout out on Patreon. I said, that's Sarah Frazier. She tried to get this out of me yesterday because it was like on Friday. And I said, no, New Jersey is just for Patreon. Well, Um, I want to hear this because you must have a theory as to why they're off pause. And does it seem like they're getting fired? All is fine. Admits Bethany's reality reckoning, no firings. But I do have a lot of theories and I have a lot of info on what's going on. Um, what did I want to say to you about? Oh, her and well, Teresa. I think okay. Teresa's loving her life too. I said this before. Like Teresa is just not speaking to Melissa. There's housewarmings at Melissa's and Teresa just doesn't have to go. Same thing with Mary. Yeah, I think when they brought her back, they must have said like, she must have been like, what about if I have to do things I don't want? Or they're probably like, man, they were just desperate to bring Mary back, right? Um I'm I'm thoroughly well, I enjoying panicked. her. I think they panicked a bit and thought they needed to bring. I mean, Mary's a st- Mary's a star. I love Mary, but I um. You don't think she's needed? No. Well, I mean, you because she's not really participating. You know, she like she's just there for the one liners, but maybe that's what people want. I mean, I, I love Mary. I think Mary's epic. But like I said from the beginning, she doesn't look well. She doesn't look like she wants to be there. And now it sort of feels like oh, I think that they got nervous like no one's gonna watch this season if we don't have a big get but maybe do you that's see why mary, they brought her back do you see mary staying for another couple seasons i mean if they're like buy yourself another louis vuitton coat like she had on at the beginning of the season or another dior bag and all you have to do is just sit in sit in the, the hotel room and sit in the limos and just eat and tell everyone how much you hate them and how you don't want to engage with them yeah i do i do see her coming back um, I'm loving Salt Lake this season. I really am. But you know what? You know what we have here in our lives? We have a real Housewives of Potomac trailer. They're back. They're back. What do you My think? Gals, what do P. you think? The P but is back. I'm excited. I think the P is going to serve everything we want. Um, I love it. I, I, I love it. Right? I mean, do you? You know, we see... Um, Candy Gal mentioned the lawsuit because Michael Darby, I believe, is still suing Candy Gal, um, wanting two million dollars, and um, and he's suing her for what now for for saying that he implying that he was gay to the point I think he's trying to argue that it's hurt his business, like the gay rumors, the predator rumors. I think, uh, but that's actually a good point. What is? Let me let me Google what. It actually is. Look, if it's tortious interference of business, look, it's going to be, it's very, very hard to prove but for, right? Like you have to prove but for in a lawsuit of this nature. You know, but for these statements by Candy Gal, his business would not be hurt. That is a really hard thing to prove. Michael, maybe people are not flocking to the business because of what you have done on TV. You know, maybe times have changed and and the economy has changed. I mean, there's a lot of but fours, you know, but for Candy Gal, there's a lot in between that and Michael's business. So I think- Candy Gal, 
is I don't think she needs to worry over insulting oral sex allegations. Michael is suing over allegations she made about his sex life during a November episode last November of Real Housewives of Potomac. According to the documents, Darby filed a defamation lawsuit over a comment uh, made during season seven uh, where Candy Gal said Michael, quote, likes to leave you and go to a man named blank house and suck his dick. Dillard Bassett then stated in the episode that she was not supposed to talk about this person, but he says Michael Darby is a client of his. That's what you're asking. Prostitute. Onto that. Per the suit. prostitute. Okay. How does that hurt his business? Being gay, going to prostitute, sucking dick. Is that, is that hurt one's business? I didn't, I didn't realize that. In making Um, statement dillard bassett initially hesitated and looked off camera indicating that what she was about to say was salacious and imprudent but nonetheless proceeded to intentionally utter the defamation statement darby's wrong listed in the documents she's she's not going to be in trouble for that i hate to break it to you it's really hard documents claim bassett falsely accused mr darby of committing a crime under the laws of virginia where the darbys live and are therefore actionable as insulting words because they are deemed to incite violence and or breach the peace darby's legal team alleged that dillard bassett's statements have prompted public scorn Hatred, humiliation, ridicule, contempt, and or embarrassment. So the entrepreneur is seeking $2 million, $1 million in compensatory, compensatory, compensatory damages. damages and another $1 million in punitive damages, as well as interest, attorneys, fees. They're not going to win. You don't think? No, I don't. Um, you know, I think if he had that restaurant, that Australian restaurant that he opened, and she said, you know, the kitchen is overrun by rats. And then, you know, the restaurant went from being packed every night to the next day, not packed at all. And she had pictures of a rat in a corner. I mean, granted, that's if it's true, then that's a defense. But I think saying that and then like going to the business, that would, he would have a lawsuit. But no, throw the mm-hmm. lawsuit out. Um, okay, wait, did, the trailer, did the trailer address... I feel like the trailer for Potomac didn't really address Robin Dixon and Juan, did it? I'll admit it. As important as it is for me to eat healthy and put the right nutrients into my body and hydrate, I'm really not great at it. I'm always on the go. I'm never making that a priority, and I'm always hungry. This was a real problem until I discovered 310 Nutrition. I love 310 Nutrition's water hydrators. You just add them to water, and they make your water taste so much better. They also have refreshing lemonade mixes. My personal favorite, they're all-in-one shakes. I love their caramel sundae, their vanilla cake, the shamrock cream. I drink one of these shakes and it totally satisfies my hunger. They're low in fat and low carbs, which I love. They also satisfy my carb craving. But don't take my word for it. Right now, 310 is celebrating a new year of goals with code VELVETROPE and giving our listeners 50% off up to $100 off your first order. With so many sample packs, new products, it's really fun and it's easy to put together an order or start a subscription on products you know you'll use. Go to 310nutrition.com and use the code VELVETROPE right now for 50% up to $100 for your first order. That's 310nutrition.com and use code VELVETROPE. All of you who listen to this podcast on the regular know two things about me. I love reality TV and I love coffee. 
I mean, how many cups of coffee do I drink on average here per show? Three. But what you guys may not know is that the only coffee I love is Starbucks. I love everything about a Starbucks. Do you know that I'm such a regular here in East Hampton at my Starbucks that in the morning when I go in, I don't even have to speak to them. They literally make my drink because I'm standing in line and hand it to me when I go to pay. Now, as we head into the fall, my normal fall drink is usually the pumpkin spice latte. But this fall, I need to tell you guys about the iced apple crisp. This new drink is an iced apple crisp oat milk shaken espresso. Yum. Just let that sink in. Do you know how good this is? It's made with blonde espresso, creamy oat milk, and spiced apple flavors. Oh my God. You could sit back and you can enjoy all autumn long. So you guys have to try this and let me know what you think. And listen, order ahead on the Starbucks app. That's right. Order ahead before you get there on the Starbucks app and enjoy. No. And the thing is like, are we going to see nothing? play out between Robin and Juan this season? I didn't see a lot of that in the trailer, no. Uh, So, I mean, you know, like, to me, it's like, what did you take away from the trailer? It looks good, but, like, I can't really tell what this season's going to be about. I mean, Mia, Gordon, Gordon has left Mia. All of a sudden? I mean... Did you realize Gordon is 70? Like, I guess I knew Gordon was older than her, but I had forgotten that Mia was 38 and Gordon was 70. And they've been married for like over a decade. I'm like, and, that's and, pretty impressive, actually. But And he leaves her. I mean, what worlds are we living in? What does he have, like an 18-year-old bride or a 28-year-old? Did he trade her in for a younger model? I mean, in what world is he leaving her? <laughs> Supposedly, Gordon went to Eddie, Osefo, and uh, Chris, right? And, and told them beforehand, wanted to give Candy the tea. Wanted to give Candy Gal the tea as to why he left Mia so Candy could have it as ammunition. <laughs> I mean, it's really good. I don't know. I mean, it does sound like something's going on money-wise there, right? With the chiropractic businesses where Gordon's brothers cut him off. Uh, I think Gordon's brothers got a hold of Gordon and said, Gordo, you might have another decade to live. A decade and a half. It's we ain't cut this bitch off now while she's got a job. We can get rid of her. Gordo, in we'll hold the money until you get done with this and you look broke, and then we'll pay you $700,000 salary, so get rid of her. So I think that is why Mr. Gordon has said goodbye. And they have quite a few kids all together. I think they have three together, Gordon and Mia. Then Mia's got a child from a previous relationship. Gordon's got a child from a previous... They have five or six kids total, plus grandkids. Listen to me. After a, after a horrific, horrific... What? Thick, horrific season of Atlanta. And what I consider a pretty off season of the OC, although way, way, way better than Atlanta. I just am so hoping that Potomac is like Salt Lake and it just delivers. I'm going to start it. I'm going to try to stay with it. And I'm going to be covering it here with you on the Sarah Fraser show and the behind the velvet robe. I hope it stays good. Um, I I love, you know, Potomac is obviously my home. Like I was raised, you know, I I'm a Mainer, but you know, I grew up in DC in the sense of like, I moved there after college, gave me my first big career job, all those things. And I was on Fox five for years there. But so I, I am biased towards Potomac, but I do have to say it did not seem to serve. Um, I didn't love it last season. Yeah. It, and even the trailer didn't look like shocking did it didn't, didn't look, look shocking but it looks a lot better than atlanta and probably better than the oc 
Oh, it's like it's like you and I have said, I think that Bravo and this will lead into the the reunion looks for New York. Yes. I think Bravo has turned a corner and that really? is I think they've learned their lesson from Bethany and Nene. And that is I, I said it on the last show. They don't want stars. And if we can fight over cheese. Good enough, honey. I think the franchise has turned the corner to fighting over cheese. And if you'll show up to the restaurant. And Isn't that how it was in the beginning? I mean, what did we fight about in the beginning of these, you know, even Beverly Hills until Kyle Richards ran into, you know, the limo and said, you stole my house. And Kim was a drunk. I mean, that whole season, we fought about nothing, right? Let's not forget Lucy, Lucy, Apple, Jaoussi. Um, so yeah, I, I think back. we're back to basics. I think, and OC, we fought about nothing all season. We had a fake takedown of Heather Dubrow, which did not work. It failed, but the girls try to take down Heather Dubrow. We had Tamara back scurrying around trying to, listen, I think Tamara was under pressure. Sure. I think they said you have your job back. And I mean, look, Tamara's job is, is, is safe. She probably has PTSD from the time she was fired. But, um, and by the way, when Andy asked them on the reunion, like, who do you want to have join Orange County? And, you know, we have this moron, Gina Kirschenheider, saying Leah McSweeney, even though Leah will never be back on Bravo. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Somebody to, told, uh, to, yeah to, to, to Tamara's point, if Teddy is moving to Orange County, which she is, uh, why not give, I can't believe I'm uttering these words, why not give the Tedsta a chance at an orange. She might be good, the Ted stuff. Can I just can't believe you, I'm saying it? Well, here's another thing we never thought we'd say, but I I really I want to just say good things about her and send her healing. Oh, loving. I know. You've seen what she's going through with the skin cancer. Her skin cancer is so bad now. She has to start an amino therapy after she does a horse, you know, um so like show. what? She's- like immunotherapy like is radiation and like chemotherapy i think think immunotherapy no i think it's isn't it an iv where it like teaches your cells to basically attack the cancer i think it's like a iv injection but i but i i always thought that that was like a last resort like i thought you had to go through like not a last but i thought you had to go through like true treatment chemo everything else before immunotherapy that's what i thought but i i could be wrong but i look may god heal her she seriously And, you know, it's all fun and games when we talk about these podcasts, but I would do anything for anyone that was sick. I mean, nothing, nothing is worse. If you don't, you and I talk about this. If you don't have your health, you have nothing. It is the greatest gift. And when you have children, all you want to do is see them to adulthood and have them be good humans. I I stand by that a hundred percent, a hundred percent. It breaks my heart. I hope she's okay. And she gets the greatest treat. I don't know if it's good for her to come back. Look, Teddy, you take care of your health before you worry about being on a show. Because I'm sure she will, but you know, anyway. I yeah, just, that's that's the stuff that I care about in life, you know, is health, really. And cancer, guess what? Today, anyone listening to this or me or you can go in for our physical and they can find something. God forbid. And then we will not worry anymore about internet trolls or whether we're happy that, you know, Kyle is back for another season and how much we hate to read. We'll have real fucking problems. And by the way, can I just say something Actually, to that? Doesn't that remind you? Yeah, go on. Can I just say something to that effect? Because you say to me, blah, 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 blah. And everyone says, you're so happy now and blah, blah, blah. You're not on Ozempic. I am on Ozempic. The reason I think, you don't want to know the reason I think I'm in such a good mood lately for the past many weeks. 
besides the fact that is that I truly, when I was on a very high dose of the shots, was nobody knew because I worked through any, I mean, the world could be blowing up around me and I would work, but I was truly sick, 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 sick for like six out of eight weeks when you and I have done shows. And so because I'm now, I took two weeks off and I'm on such a low dose, I feel great. And I really do practice what I preach that I really was debilitated for like six weeks. Like I, my stomach was literally, I was like really scared. I scared myself. So I think that was proof in the pudding when I physically felt like shit, which I guess goes back to your point if it is because of the something, but it really isn't. It's not like a mood changer. It's that I was physically ill. And when you're not feeling well, whatever it is, COVID, a cold, it takes you out. So health really is the most important. And yes, my thoughts and prayers are with Teddy. Oh my God. I for mean- real. For yeah. real, like no joke. Um, can we do the reunion looks for the OC? Sure. Let's rank from worst to best. We can start with number six and we can go to number one and then we can do New York. So okay. why don't you start with yours and then I'll give you mine. Uh, well, my number six for the OC. And then we'll give like an overall opinion on this okay your number, uh, six, my number is- six is jennifer i can't stand the blue like wings or whatever uh, okay like, no thanks um my number five for worst dressed is actually tamra sorry tamra okay. I, I don't know it's we've seen it from her i i actually loved this whole the rhoc reunion looks overall it really? gave me barbie okay. oh it gave me barbie malibu oc california i loved it but uh, worst for me was Jennifer and then Tamra and then um, actually, sorry, Emily. Emily looks good. I know she's worked so hard on her body, but I just thought that was like super plain. I wasn't really a fan. I loved okay. then Taylor for me. I loved Taylor's um, oh, yeah, seven. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Taylor. Okay. Taylor's kind of, you know, it's like a popsicle. It's like several different flavors or whatever. Yeah. Uh, and then for me, it was Heather Dubrow uh, was like now we're getting the best third uh gina kirshner was two for me and my number one was shannon bedore i thought shannon looked fabulous and i love the color on her we have some similarities i think overall you know i think it's so interesting how jersey atlanta and potomac are told they have to wear the same color jersey always has to wear the same color potomac always has to wear the same color and um, Atlanta always has to wear the same color. This, obviously, they were told, like, be chic. Like, someone obviously said, the, yeah, it's not it dressed great. up. Your number highlight. seven, we we really disagree here. You're, so your number one was Shannon. Your number two is Gina. My number seven is um, is Gina Kirschenheider. I think this is the cheapest, tackiest, most disgusting, repulsive dress. It is way too short. I absolutely hate it. I think she looks beyond cheap. Okay. Number six for me, it's like, where do we go? I mean, number six, I have, it's like on Project Runway where they say, do you, what is worse? Trying and having an epic fail or just being so boring. On that note, number six is Emily Simpson. I think this is so boring. I'm falling asleep. I gotcha. Number, number five, I agree, Tamara. It's the hair is horrible. Sorry, Julius Michael. We've seen this before. I think it's like, nothing at all you should wear that around your house number four is jennifer pedantry i give her credit for trying i don't mind the wings but this material i don't love that was number four right is that i don't know where we no that yeah that was so number three 
is I give number three Taylor. I think Taylor, I like this multicolored. It is what it is. Yeah. Number, this is such, I'm I'm torn between two and one, between Heather and Shannon. And this is not who I like. It's just- Heather, I think, look, obviously that dress was expensive. It's probably the most expensive dress up there. I like the cutouts. I'm going to give Heather number two because it is just a little boring. I'd prefer if it was different colors. But number one, it's very on trend. It's like what Teresa did at the reunion where you have like something under the Shannon Bedore. I don't love the hair, but Shannon's my number one on this too. I like the color yellow. Props to Shannon. Uh, the mesh, you know, that kind of see-through kind of like it's very on trend, like you were saying, this sort of like, um, I don't know how to describe it, but it is like a mesh kind of cover-up. It's very flattering. It's flattering to the body. It's flattering to the arms, to the legs. I just think it it looks great. I agree the hair is like a little much, but she she they're all bringing, you know, Barbie looks for me. Um, and I'm not impressed overall. It. Like It's not my favorite. Oh, really? I really liked the highlighter you look. Did. I thought it looked great. Yeah. I uh, it should we do New York really quickly? <laughs> oh, my God. What do you, I mean, people have a lot of thoughts on this, but do I. Do people like it or not? No, they hate it. They hate it. They think it's boring. They think it should have been just at the clubhouse if they were going to dress this lackadaisical. But again, I'm going to say it. Th- this is our new era. Our new era is subdued. It's B game. It is not, don't bring your A game. And I think this is such a telling uh, reunion look. Um, really? Sarah people, has a deep, Sarah has deep meaning uh, to, to to why they are dressed like this. I'm I mean, you York. have Jenna Lyons in jeans, sweetheart, sweetheart. Now, what? a lot of people thought this was iconic. It was funny. When I first looked at them, I thought, I hate this. But then I did think, you know, this is rather iconic, I think, to New York because New York is such a standalone city. New Yorkers, you are a New Yorker. They do their own thing. They go to the beat of their own drum. So I thought, you know, it, I the more I looked at it, it grew on me. I have to tell you guys about my favorite new discovery, Wild Gray. This website has everything you need for beauty, fashion, lifestyle. Of course, my favorite section is the designer handbags. They have Prada, Gucci. Of course, they have Louis Vuitton. Hello, my favorite. And everything is at such a great price for the value. Wild Gray is true curated excellence where every brand is handpicked just for you. Again, my favorite is the Louis Vuitton. But they have vitamins, supplements, workout accessories, and it's great for gifts. So what are you waiting for? Explore beauty products, fashion-forward trends, and captivating lifestyle essentials at Wild Gray. Right now, with the code VELVET20, you guys get $25 off your purchase. So visit Wild Gray, W-Y-L-D-E-G-R-E-Y dot com to get $25 off with code VELVET20. Really? Sarah has a lot of a deep meaning. And by the way, I have a real problem in my own life here is that when I got on that plane, when I got on that plane at LAX to fly home to JFK, I said to myself, because I talk to myself, because who doesn't talk to themselves? I said, I can't wait to be home. Well, I have a place in LA. So why am I saying I can't wait to be home? I'm having an identity crisis. So even though I have a place in LA, yes, yes, I guess I self-identify as a New Yorker. Okay, I made it about me for a minute. Go on. Thank you for your deep meaning, Sarah. But rank the I damn thought, looks. Let's I hear thought it. someone do <laughs> a meme of Bryn and they called her Ruth Bader Brinsburg. I thought it was Ooh. hysterical. I thought it was Ooh. hysterical. Uh, all right, my worst to first here. Uh, worst to first. 
Number six. They consider her iconic, but, and, and I know it's iconic for her, but Jenna Lyons, to me, I just, we see this look so much on her. It's not that the look isn't classic. It's just that we see it. This is how, like, last year at BravoCon, they announced that they were going to be on BravoCon. I recall her wearing something very similar. It just seems like, I think her thing is no effort, but anyway, she is my worst. Uh, then my other worst is Aaron. So boring. Erin's beautiful, has a great figure. I think she's got a gorgeous face, but this just seems so low effort. Cocktail part. I mean, I would buy that. Uh, and then we go on to Ruth Bader Brinsburg. A lot of people thought this was great. Bryn is stunning and such a fashion icon, but I just thought that it was a complete mix. Miss Uba was then my, what are we down to? Fourth? Three. 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 Uba was my third. It's okay. We've seen it a bazillion different ways on Housewives. Uh, my my two and one were very tough. I thought Jessel and um, Sai. Uh, I really brought it. I think Jessel is my number two and Sai is my number one. Wow. Okay, we're going to disagree here. First of all, I think, you know, maybe you have this whole theory. You really have read more into reading looks that I've ever heard in my life. I find this to be one of the worst dress reunions in the history <laughs> of Bravo. A lot of people do. Yeah, This is truly, truly, truly. Uh, there's one look, one out of six that I like. Five, I actually cannot stand. This was so hard. I would put number Six to be, you're going to be shocked at this because this is your oh, best. I put number six to be Jessel. I, I, oh, I, I, it's that material is so cheap to me. I, I really hate it. I cannot stand it. That's number six. Number five, number, hold on. Let me just say number five to me. Um, Number five is, you're going to be shocked. Number five, I find it so boring. Number five is Psy. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. Wow. Um, I love yeah. this. Okay. Number five is Psy. I just find it to be boring. Number four is Jenna. Girl, we get it, girl. You're uh, you're above us. You're above the whole franchise. Mark my words. There, there will be a takedown season of Jenna Lyons. Like, we yeah, all have it. There's going to be an epic takedown season of Jenna Lyons. This is, right, the same look. We've seen it so many times. You're on Housewives. You're not above it. I find it so dumb. I know it's not appropriate to wear jeans at the fucking reunion. Okay. Take them off and go put something else on. I don't care if it's authentically you. I'm over Jen Alliance. Number three, and I can't believe I'm ranking this so high because I actually fucking hate it, is Uba. I think it's horrible. It's just so, it's a mess. <laughs> yeah, number, I don't disagree. Number two is also a complete and utter disaster of a number two we're still at number two and i hate it but i give you some props for trying and a little ode to madonna i give Bryn number two and aaron is the only one that i think is like very pretty and and it's fun it's and it's youthful and it's sparkly so it's like new york ish I hate every look except Aaron's. I literally hate, this is to me the worst dress reunion, I think, in the history, um, um, in, in the history of Bravo. Really. I hate it. There you have it. I, 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 I literally hate it. Um, by the way, we, we, we spoke about, um, a takedown season of, uh, 
Heather Dubrow. Now they're trying to take down Jessel, Giselle on New York. It's not working. Jessel has gone from like a not great housewife to I think a lot of people are feeling her. Now um, they're feeling her. Uh, you think people are not feeling Jessel? <laughs> no, but I think now after this like latest episode and she's speaking out and, you know, I think I think people are starting to feel her now. Yeah. I like Jessel from the start. I thought Jessel was the most interesting, right? Because of the dynamic with the husband. I also love that she opened up, you know, I'm, I mean, I'm here in my forties, like having a kid. So the IVF journey thing and culturally how it's different in her culture, how she couldn't even tell her mother, her mother's beautiful. I like Jessel. So I, but I know there's like all kinds of dynamic and they're trying to take her down. Um, but uh, I like Jessel. I mean, I don't know. I guess it's kind of working. It is sort of the Jessel takedown. To me, I thought this season was really the Aaron takedown. They all seem to gang up on Aaron. They're not really fans. They, I think Aaron is kind of like one of the breakout stars of the show. Okay. Everybody does. Everyone does. I mean, I, I told you, I love this cast. I love... Um, You're I, loving it. I love it. I think they're going back to their old ways. We're learning about the women, how all their family struggles and size mom died of alcoholism. I mean, you're learning like deep things about them. Okay. So I, I appreciate that it's not so surfacey. Now, are the fights surfacey? Yeah, they're surfacey. And, you know, just to go back to that Potomac trailer, wasn't it interesting? And I believe you called it. There's an epic fight apparently between, it, was it Wendy Osefo and Mia? Remember outside of a nightclub in DC? Yeah. And you you called it. You said we will never see that fight. And here we are in the trailer. There's no. There's absolutely zero match. I think it was between. And when, well, we have we have the two. Are you talking about the two friends of the two people that are or one of the new girls? There was that fight in the club. That was the big smackdown oh. that 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 Candace almost got involved in. Yeah, that one, that? that one. Well, we're not going to see it. Do you think? No, it wasn't in the trailer. I, I don't think we're ever going to see it. And I hate to go back to this. I don't, I think either the entire, Brandy Glanville just did an interview where she said, I just want Girls Trip to come out already. I want it to come out because the longer this narrative goes on that I did all this to Carolyn Manzo, it's just, I want people to see this. I hate to break it to my friend, Brandy Glanville. She's been on my podcast. She's a good friend. Um, I don't know if we're ever going to see it, Brandy. I really don't think, and look, we're not going to see in the bathroom. That's obvious. I don't know. It wouldn't shock me. It wouldn't shock me if Girls Trip comes out and the whole thing is removed. I don't mean a black screen where it says, where you hear like, wait, don't do that by Carolyn. And then it goes to a black screen and it says, Bravo does not condone, blah, blah, blah. I don't even know if we're going to see that. I think we might have Girls Trip with Brandy and Caroline without that even mentioned. It's possible. It's possible. So, no, I don't think we're going to see this smackdown in the club between, you know, the newbie and the friend of those two girls. No, I don't. I don't think so. No, mm -hmm. I don't think so. I know. So. I don't think so either. So, you know, New York embodies that. I will say as the New York season has gone on, it's gotten less interesting to me because it is so stupid. I mean, it, it, the, the fights are dumb. Uh, I'm trying to think they were just down in Anguilla. And I mean, they were, and you know, what is interesting, my friend Andrea Lopez comedy, who's so funny, she was saying like, why is it that we're on a trip? They're on the cast trip and we're, and they've focused four seasons. Now, the reason that is, I think you brought this up is because um, Lizzie Savetsky was supposed to be on the show, but they had to edit out. So I'm sure they had to extend the Anguilla trip 
probably because they needed filler. What do you um, mean? And what do you mean end season? What do you, I don't understand. Well, what did you just what, say? So, okay. So what's weird about this New York season is they have spent four episodes in Anguilla oh, on I the cast it. trip, which usually never mm-hmm. happens, right? It's like two Two episodes and then we're back. Uh, yeah, yeah. The reason that we're getting that is probably because Lizzie Savetsky, right? We had to do an edit. We had to edit her out of most of the start. And then we had to edit the women in, right? So they probably had to extend the Anguilla trip. It's okay. I think you're right. It's okay. The fights are really stupid, you know. I think you're right. Um, It's not my favorite, but I'm going to watch it. You know what I also don't care a lot about these days? Does anyone care that Mauricio is getting stopped every day by TMZ and he says, Kyle and I are separated, but we're not getting divorced? Yes, because I've been told. I've been dubbed. You've been dubbed. You've been duped. You've been duped. I don't think anything is, I mean, okay. Does that really tell us anything? Yes, it clarifies it. Thank you, Mauricio. Mauricio, in an exhausted moment, told TMZ, we're separated I'm confident that Kyle and Morgan Wade have not done it. But you had Morgan Wade's ex on. Does Morgan Wade's ex think that Kyle Katie Cannon. and Morgan Wade are she using the dildo? Nope. It already what? got picked up by some press. Um, someone just, my PR team just sent me something. Um, what? The headline, the headline says, oh no, yeah, I thought you meant. The opposite. Morgan oh, Wade's ex, Morgan Wade's ex from David Yance's podcast believes her relationship with Kyle Richards from RHOBH is authentic. I don't know what they're spending this much time together. Otherwise, it's not publicity. Does anyone care anymore? I'm not sure I care. Do you care anymore about Kyle and Morgan? Yeah. You do? Yeah. You I'm know what you do? Blown. Uh, yeah. I mean, okay. look, Mo and Kyle, what, what seemed all these years Mo, wrong Mo, with Mo, Mo and Kyle? Nothing. They seemed like they leaned on each other. They were good friends. Um, I've heard lots of rumors about Mo throughout the I years. Know. You know what I'm saying? I'm a girl about town in LA, you know, and when I hang with my boys, my boys tell me things about Mo. I don't know if I believe them, but that's what the boys say. You talk about Michael Darby and, you know, dicks and money and all that i've heard that about mo but what do i know i mean it's not it's not from it's not from any you know oh and by the way mauricio is very upset about um the people article he said it's someone in our camp nobody knew we were separated so it's an employee and when we find this person we will cut the heads off and fire them well i would hope so if someone's leaking stuff to the press well good luck the press never talks they're not going to give up their sources otherwise they wouldn't have sources so this whole thing where he's like appealing people do the right thing oh fuck off the um institution of journalism has been around for what 100 years they're not going to fucking they're not going to call you and go oh hey by the way listen you know, there was, are ways you know, you know what mo should plant a seed tell just one person at the of course that's how sandra bullock famously does it lots of people do that uh, yeah, I think it was time that they admitted it. And, you know, for we've been back and forth about are we being queer baited? Are they doing this for ratings? And it turned out to be true. I thought, oh, they're really working on it. It's going to happen. But I, I don't think it I don't think they're going to get back together. And I'm depressed. I thought they were a real Hollywood institution. Will we all be tuning in week after week after week after week to Tom Sandoval's podcast? Or was it just launched with a bang and it will fade into oblivion very no, soon? Speak to me. You actually listened, right? I didn't have time because I was like taking notes on Bethany and Nini. Tell me, did was it good? 
I mean, look, I love the promo where he comes in, rips off the shirt, um, and, you know, the drummer, we, we, you and I know the drummer. I got to really focus on this guy's name because he's lovely and he's DM'd me before. The drummer comes in and he's like, Tom, you know, this is, this is a podcast. This is audio. No one's going to see you without your shirt on. So I thought that he's like, oh, so the promo, listen, they're exploiting Tom's hot body. I love that. Um, uh, probably the hottest body on Vanderpump Rules. James probably would be a close second. Schwartzy, Schwartzy's doing okay, but you know. Oh, I'm in, I'm in love with Schwartzy. I know, you're in Don't love you with Schwartzy. Oh my God, he's 6'1", six, 6'2". Six, he has oh a very God. cute he's face. All in real life. Look, I wouldn't kick Schwartzy out of bed. Ah! Um, Schwartzy, no, stay in my bed. Look, yeah. Tom says... I mean, look, you and I both know to have a podcast, although Bethany's talking about the same thing, I guess. And I guess so is Teresa. So what do I know? But I mean, you would have to have some shtick, right? Like Lala Kent's podcast is not highly rated because she just sits there talking about, you know, Scandival all day. She's like a real podcast. Um, He says he was suicidal during the dark days from this whole thing. And I'm just going over the highlights. And he says, you know, he's really hurt that like when he hears Rachel say, you know, I I was in this alone, I'm in this alone. You know, he's like, well, hello, same thing happened to me. Like the world hates me too. And that he was there for her and is there for her. And just, he's, he really liked her and he's hurt. Those are really the top line views. I noticed in the charts, it, it always starts with a bang because people don't realize how the charts work. The charts, how you rank on the charts is the change from week to week. So if you never have a podcast and your podcast launches and it's a decent launch, it goes right to the top of the charts because they're comparing it to zero. So if you launch a podcast and you have all of a sudden 10,000 people. Right. But even if you have, even if you have like 5,000, your differential, your Delta is zero to 5,000. You will rank higher than someone who has 75,000 downloads last week. It has 75,001 this week. The change is small. They'll still rank. So we'll see where Tom's podcast nets out. I have nothing against Tom Sandoval. Uh, why not have a podcast? To Sarah's point, everybody has a podcast now. It's everybody. I'm shocking that it took you this long. It's another money grab. I mean, which again, go and grab the money. I mean, Sheena's got one. Uh, Teresa's got one, Melissa, Teddy, Tamara, uh, Lala. Why not have one, right? Why not have a podcast? He's currently ranking 157th of the most downloaded and listened to podcasts in the world. So on the Oh, uh, in the world. Okay. So it's not just TV and film. That's not a horrible ranking. No, but like you said, check in in three months, you know, two months, three months. I don't know. I, I don't think I'll listen. I just don't. I, I love I love Tom. I, I really do. Like I enjoyed the show so much. You can't much, listen to I everything, just, right? I think it's um I just you know, and look, I loved Ariana on Dancing with the Stars. I I, I look, you want to talk about a strategy? Whoever Nini needs to call Ariana's people. That's who she needs to call. Whoever has advised Ariana, girl has played it perfectly. And we sort of said, don't go back to Vanderpump sashay it into getting a job on the view of the talk that job wasn't available or she didn't want it and she smartly came back she smartly has come back to vanderpump rules and you know look no one's had a genius i want her managers whoever is her agent whoever's advising her she's dancing with the stars she came back on her revenge dress that she wore on wearing um, the dress was brilliant she she's a great dancer she's very very talented you know to me she's playing it beautifully and 
I don't know the inner workings, but she's staying in that house with Tom Sandoval to get her coins. You know, I mean, that woman sees the long game. And I, gotta I give have her- something to say about it. Tell me, because I think she's playing it genius. I think she's playing a genius. And here's what I have to say. And the Mara Ball trophy for whatever season we're in goes to Ariana Maddox. She's going to win the whole fucking thing. Mark my She's work. a fabulous dancer. People have been slipping into my DMs and asking if she called me with my commission. She has not. Now, I'm contemplating a you lawsuit. I'm contemplating a lawsuit against Miss Maddox because I put out in the world that the next thing for her is Dancing with the Stars. And then it was announced. So I actually, I really should sue ABC. I believe that ABC listened to this podcast with you and has cast her because of that. So these listeners are pointing that out to me. Um, maybe I'll sue. We'll see. Who knows if I have time. I think she's going to win the whole damn thing. That's my new prediction. Unfortunately, it doesn't look that. so great for Mo. We have Mo saved. Mo's got to put some pep into his step. He's not the best dancer. But um, we got some issues with Mo, right? So he's not so good. Um, we do. <sighs> yeah, she's um, good though. Of, you know, of, she she's look. She's playing the game beautifully. See, if I were Nini, I would have called. I wouldn't have done Bethany's. I would have. I would have called and said, Ariana, will you have a meeting with me? Who are you? Who is repping you? Or are you the genius? And and if you were me, Nini Leaks, what advice would you give? Uh, Ariana's like <laughs> a brilliant, brilliant strategist television strategist what a career i agree with you or i'd call you you're also super good behind the scenes i just feel bad for nini i do i i think i, I feel everyone who goes on bethany's show like her and rachel i feel they're being used i can't help it right 100 percent. and another another thing although i don't see it trending as much which i think is sad and is was nini paid for her time no you know i mean why nice. are you giving away the milk for free? Or is it the cow for free? Anyway, like, whatever. Why couldn't why Nini just... Anything to do with a cow for free. Like Nini and Carlos, that makes sense. Sure, that makes complete sense. Like, <laughs> but I guess Bethany's an original. Look, they've all, they have their Mount Rushmore's and it's Nini, Bethany, Teresa, and Vicky. That's that's the foursome. Those are the four that they consider the bigwigs, according to Bethany and Nini. Nobody from uh, nobody from Beverly Hills. That's too late in the game. Nene, Bethany, Teresa, and Vicky. That's it. Those are the only four that they that they deem the Mount Rushmore worthy. So for whatever that's worth, uh, one day, Sarah. I don't know. You know what we should do? This was a big undertaking. We should take every housewife in the history of housewives, not friends up, and just rank them from worst, like least favorite to favorite. That that will take a hundred weeks. We should do one a oh, week. Oh, we should do a whole show on that. It'll I take would- like okay. Let's do a whole show on that. Um, okay. Lala and Sheena are working on a Christmas song for everyone who cares. There's going to be a Christmas song by those two. What is this? Uh, you have more insight about this. What is this? A a post going up about? Did you subscribe to Denise Richards OnlyFans? You may be entitled to money. What is going on? Is there going to be a class action suit against Denise? Is Denise not really doing an OnlyFans? All these times she's been saying to us, she comes on in her scantily clad. We almost see her twat. And she goes, "Subscribe today to see my coochie woochie." I mean. Isn't that what everybody does and says, like, subscribe and then, you know, it's clickbait? Like, isn't that? 
Like, is that a lawsuit? But I did see that there's apparently a class action that is maybe taking place. Yeah, I saw did that. You, did you subscribe? You know, it's funny because I kept saying I was going to subscribe and I never did. And like, can I be part of like a class action now if I did subscribe? Man, I'm pissed off. I should have subscribed. Like right? you want to see her dead. Oh my God. I mean, look, I don't think Denise is, I don't think we're seeing anything so major in there. That's maybe part of the problem, but I don't know. These lawsuits, you got to really have a case when you sue people, you know, you just, you get pissed off and. Dude, it is hard. I think. Um, Unless you've got a lot of money. You can bleed people, you know, you can bleed people dry. That's uh by the way, we went a whole a whole show without talking about Shannon Bedore. Gina Christian Heider said, you know, just because oh, it yeah. proves her right. And she said, you're gonna get a DUI one day to Shannon. She she does feel bad. Heather says she feels bad. Shannon was out walking Archie. I mean, I don't know how the dog is supposed to go to the bathroom if someone's not out walking. Um, him. Um I guess we're getting a little over. I'm getting a little over Shannon Bedore. I don't know. Oh, you are? Um, uh, well, I mean, not over her, but like, I don't know. I need a juicy story to break you guys. By the way, all, all, all the Potomac women looked great. I thought I'm looking at this picture now. Looked great. Oh, the Grand Dom. I'm so happy she's back in our lives. Um, yeah. Do we have any new girls here? We have one new girl. Is that With Potomac? Yeah. Yeah. Um, there's one new girl. I was hoping it we was going to be Darby's friend that they like all made fun of her appearance, like the way that she looked. But it, that woman doesn't seem to be on. I'm, I don't know who it is, but I, I loved her. I thought she was like messy. And <laughs> I believe wasn't that one of the women. I believe that's one of the women that got in that SmackDown. That yes, I, think we're never gonna yes. Right. I know. I think we're not going to see her now because the fight. But um, I hope we see Juan. I mean, are we going to see Juan versus Robin? I hope I'm so. beginning to lose hope. And, you know, I, I will make this prediction. And I love my women in the P. Um, they've all been on my show, by the way. Almost all of them. If you want to hear the Grand Dame and Candy Ooh, Gallon, all of them. You you just said Candy Gallon. Um, I don't know. I think audiences are going to be furious, don't you? If we don't see, if this isn't the season of the takedown of Robin Dixon and Juan Dixon. I think Audiences will be furious, but, but I'm telling I, you, if we I don't, don't see Brandy, if we don't address Brandy and Caroline on Girls Trip, I think audiences will also be furious. I do think they will be furious. I think both. I don't know that they're going to, you know, I, I wonder if they're honestly, this is, I got to stop making these like crazy. I, I'm becoming like a fucking conspiracy theorist. Sweetheart, I said for 12 thousand shows that what? melissa gorga was 100 percent of being fired and she is not so whatever prediction you're about to make if you are wrong it's okay mind you i don't know why no one is crucifying me for my prediction that carl and Lindsay will never break up and will go the distance why are you just so upset about i melissa? know we are wrong like a lot too aren't we talk uh, to me well and someone said to me in the comments you're wrong a lot and i said isn't that <laughs> And, you know, I said, isn't that just so brilliant? What a brand I have here that I can be wrong and yet people hang on every word I say. That sounds like a successful brand as far as I am concerned. A biatch. I was laughing about that the other day, all the shit that we're wrong about. But anyway. Mm. Uh, we're right well, a lot of times. My prediction a little bit. Okay. You talk about executives talking. Uh-oh. TLC. You guys know I'm an expert in TLC. Uh-oh are notorious notorious they do these reunions they're called tell-alls much like the reunions we see they never address 
half of the shit that happens online. Because, you know, people dig into these cast members' past. They have criminal records. They're racist. They're all these things. They never bring, they pretend like it, nothing exists. Nothing exists. And do you know they have some of the highest, they have as high ratings as all of the housewives. So I almost wonder if Andy and Francis have called up Howard Lee, who runs TLC Network, go, Howard, what do you do when, you know, there's an epic fight and it's seen online? And Howard goes, darling, just ignore it. Just ignore it. The people are going to crucify you for a week or two and they're going to continue to watch. I kind of wonder if they're just going to ignore, ignore, because aren't people still going to tune in? I just think that. I think it's such a well-known franchise. And I think even though the numbers are going to dwindle, the days of two and a half million people that tuned in when Nini was on, never going to see him again. Goodbye. Kissing them. Goodbye. I don't think they care. I think they make a record fortune, even if 800,000 people tune in. And then maybe another 500,000 tune in a couple days later. I think that's all they care about. And are the core going to really, they don't stop for sister wives. They don't stop for, I mean, a thousand pound sisters. All these people. I mean, Tammy Slayton was just arrested. Uh, she also lost marijuana. a lot of weight. I just saw this. They don't care. They're not going to address half that. They don't care. I agree with you. I'm shocked that they addressed as much as they did. Like, I'm shocked all the bots and everything with Garcelle. Like, I'm shocked. I, I've always said this to a huge portion of the audience, not to people listening to you and I right now, but to a huge portion of people that watch these shows. And this is people that are listening are going to find this hard to believe. If it doesn't happen on the TV, it doesn't happen. There's really people that aren't in the weeds and they're not reading and, you know, it really is. So, yeah, I, I I agree with you. Like, they're not, I don't think they're going to address that fight. It was not in the Potomac trailer. And I think that will incense, like, that will incense, like, that will incite people. I think they'll be more incited by Brandy and Caroline not being mentioned. But I do agree. I think if Juan, I mean, I don't know what Robin is going to do all season if we don't look under the hood of her and Juan. Like, if that's not addressed, I, I truly do, would like to ask, why is Robin Dixon here for another season? I like you, Robin. I like you. I have nothing against you. I just don't understand. If that's not the storyline, what is Miss Dixon doing walking around holding a cherry blossom in Potomac? What? <sighs> Great question, my friend. Great I mean, question, my friend. she's going to be selling hats all season. Like that's her story. We line. never even saw those last season. <sighs> you know, I think we're going to see a little of it, but I don't think we're going to see the iconic takedown. Like, honestly, don't you wow. think, don't you think it's going to be like, we're going to see for one episode, maybe when we come back, like the first time they're going to play, Robin getting grilled at the clubhouse and then they're going to have Robin and Juan talking about it. Like, how do you feel about getting fired? Robin, I'm always going to be all right. It's going to be fine. I love basketball. And Robin's going to be like, people don't know us. Like I'm sticking by you. I don't know. Right. And then we move on. I don't know. I mean, it's certainly to me, wouldn't that be your big trailer? Wouldn't that be? Well, like- then what, 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 I mean, Jizzy ain't going to show her life. I mean, so like, we're back to like, <laughs> a, we have a whole franchise here, Jizzy Jizz. We have Ash a whole franchise of people that don't want to show anything and people hate on Candy Gal and she shows it. I think justice for Candy Gal. Show it. Justice for Candy Gal. Yes. I think Candy Gal is going to show it. I think they're going to lean on Ashley because she's going to be dating. They're going to show it. 
I think um, Ashley, Ashley shows it. Ashley this shows Seppo, it. And they're going to lean on Mia. And I think uh, Batman and Robin are just going to commentate. And people are happy about that. What the hell is the professor going to show? Uh, what does what the professor That's have going on? The professor like loves to be on TV. The professor oh, she sure does, girl. She sure does. PhD. So she is going to get a PhD in television and she's going to make poor Eddie out there looking like, like Eddie, get out and stay at a mall overnight and be photographed like you're with a woman. You know, I mean, she's going to put Eddie out there to work, you know? I mean, Miss Osefo is going to be, and she's going to have her 18 wick candles. I mean- Dom. The Grand Dom doesn't need to do anything. She's the Grand Dom. The Grand Dom. I love the Grand Dom. My favorites, I'm sorry, I will call them our Candy Gal and the Grand Dom. I just can't help it. The heart wants what the heart wants. Grand Dom is pretty amazing. She's pretty great. She's Anything really great. else we haven't talked about today, no, Sarah? I gotta love you and leave. I yeah. mean, by the way, the next time I'm in LA, which is in like a day, I'm coming back. Um... We need to find the Cher Lotto truck. For everyone who doesn't know, there is an actual truck. It is owned by Cher. This is not a joke. Okay. I couldn't have predicted this one in a million years. And it's called Cher Lotto, C-H-E-R dash L-A-T-O, Cher Lotto. And it, this is not a joke. And it serves gelato. And it drives all over. LA. It literally has a schedule. Today we will be in Santa Monica. Today we oh my will God, be. Well, in... Let's go. I want you. I and want you parks. And this truck has pictures of Cher all over it. Cher's face. And you wait in line and you eat the gelato. This is the happiest thing that has ever happened in my life in the past 10 years. Well, let's see if we can find her kidnapped son because the LA Times just did a story that Cher had her son kidnapped. He's going through a divorce. And she Elijah had like, Blue? Yes. You didn't read this? Oh, my God. I got to send you the story. I don't when did this break? know this yesterday. That... Is this new or is this yes. from like 30 years ago? No, it's like new from the New York Times, uh, from the L.A. Times. They do such good entertainment reporting. Uh, Cher had her son kidnapped from his soon to be ex-wife from a hotel room in um, New York. You didn't hear this because no. he's been receiving treatment. I didn't think Cher, I thought Cher only had one kid. I thought Cher only had um, Chaz. Yeah, I thought Cher only had Chaz. No, Elijah Blue Ullman, Greg Ullman's son, darling. Darling, I didn't even know that. Darling. So two kids. Don't go there with me. With, oh, okay. oh, my God. We might have to break up. This like, I don't I'm breaking up. up. I'm breaking up all my partnerships. You know, you're going to be right. next. You're going to well, be you next. You can replace me with Nini. I, I, something <sighs> I don't like Cher, but I'm not like a Cher. You guys are like, some of you are like Cher- Madonna's number one and Cher's um, number two. The fact no, that this truck, okay, well, the I, fact that this truck drives around, and I, I don't know, does it play Cher music? I don't know, but everyone go onto the Instagram page, Cher Lotto. It's a truck which drives around. They were just in North Hollywood. They were at Studio City, at, at the right near the studio that I shoot at when I do California Live. Okay. And you just wait and you just get your picture in front of the truck. Cher's not on the truck. What? This 76-year-old icon who never needs to earn another dollar in her life, how she decided that she, she's also making a Christmas album. It's going to come out that she decided that she wanted to go into the gelato business is beyond me, but it makes me so, so, so happy. So happy. All right. Well, let's so go. we'll find the share lotto truck. Um, I got to leave you and love you and right. tell you that I just, yeah, I got to go.
But I love you. Love our fans. They're amazing. Oh my God. I I love you. I love our fans. Sarah's not going anywhere. Everyone. Oh, I go. Yeah. I get the nicest messages. One mean one is so negative. David. Well, Well, if if Meanie wants to take my place, I would say. David a lot Schick. of people tell me to get rid of you, but a lot of people tell you to get rid of me. So True. it works both ways. They say, <laughs> drop that horrible David. So oh, we just- Nice we, review I just got. Five stars, David Yontif and Sarah Frazier. Absolutely love this team of Sarah and David. You mm. two together are a perfect fit. You bring the best up-to-date tea, insight, and views. That was just Saturday. Oh my God. Well, from C. Sanders 35. There you go, guys. Some people don't hate us. Who knew? But you know what? Love us. Guess what? Here's my tagline. If you like what we're saying, keep listening. If not, keep listening. Boom, drop the mic. Want me to repeat it? That's our tagline. If you you like what we're saying, keep listening. If not, keep listening. You love it? (laughs) That's our, I just came up with our official tagline. Maybe we'll have to- Should we, so should, should, we, should we sign off every show Ed, with that? <laughs> get that on merch. Get oh that my God. On merch, okay. Baby. A copyright, copyright, copyright. I'm copyright. Get that on merch. Hate oh, us, hate us, it. hate us, hate us, hate us. But please, please, please tell bring your hate here and tell a friend. Tell a friend how much you hate it and keep listening. That's okay. Oh. We, I just came up with our official tagline after all these years. <laughs> oh my God. Uh, we're silly today. I'm a little hungover today. And maybe this is how I, how I think best. I'm actually, let me rephrase that. I'm a lot hungover today. Well, you better, you better take a nap because we're going to a fabulous five-star res on Thursday. Sarah, before that, I have to finish working today. I have to work a whole day tomorrow. And then I have to go to JFK and get on the plane to have it land. Then I have to record two shows at Melrose podcast studios one Beverly Hills related, R H O B H, and the other one Netflix related. And then I'm going to be then, so then, 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 then. Am I seeing you what night? Wednesday? Uh, no, Thursday, Thursday. Then I have to wake up and record another show, Beverly. Two Beverly Hills related guys. It's coming back. Got to get some Beverly Hills stuff in the can. Love you, doll. I love you. Keep in touch, girl. We'll do. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to yet another episode of Behind the Velvet Rope. Because without you listeners, I would just be a crazy person with voices in my head. And if you like what you hear, subscribe, subscribe, subscribe on Apple Podcasts under Behind the Velvet Rope. And when you're done subscribing, feel free to leave a five-star write-up review. Because the write-up reviews actually count. We read each and every one of them. We post the best ones. And the reviews really help our shows keep going. And we really appreciate everything you guys say, especially the positive ones. And if you want to find us online, we're at Behind Velvet Rope on Instagram. We are at David Yontef on Instagram. We're Behind The Velvet Rope on Apple Podcasts. Or head on over to Patreon, because you know what? There are just some things we can't talk about here. So for our bonus episodes, go to Patreon and type in Behind the Velvet Rope. And if you still aren't sick of me and you want more David, go to Cameo and book me on Cameo. And you can ask me anything there. I'll answer whatever you want. And I have a bargain basement price of $10. Thank you guys. See you soon.